Sean, I have a classmate that I went to high school with, mm-hmm. Jerry Clapp. She went to uh, veterinary school. Yes. Got her veterinary degree. She's a veterinarian in Colorado, and she also does happens to do taxidermy mm-hmm. on the side, which I find interesting. <laughs> I mean, because either way, you're going to get your dog back. <laughs> Or your cat, <laughs> or your hamster. I, I mean, one, one, it's, it'll be more obedient in one form, obviously, than the have other. You, have but. you ever thought about getting one of your dogs taxidermied? Um, no, but I, I, <laughs> I've seen people that do, and you know, you see a movie where there's this is fluffy, and uh, non-moving stuffed beloved animal yeah. uh, that they had stuffed, and it's like, oh, I have seen those tiny little animals that are. Mm-hmm. with rabbit fur on a pillow and they have a battery that makes them look like they're breathing so they're oh, they're no. they're, really? in per, they're in perennial sleep which no. i find also vaguely horrifying that is uh, yeah you know? that's a little much yeah it's i've a, always been kind of fascinated by taxidermy. I, taxidermy I don't i don't know a lot of details about it but we're going to talk about it we're going to anyway talk about today. it because no one talks about taxidermy <laughs> by golly we need to do that yeah. Welcome everybody to Wacky Poem Live. Welcome. It's hot in here. <laughs> it's we just we just finished a an hour of martial oh, arts part, class. That's partly so it too, forgive, isn't it? Both of both Sean and I are glowing. <laughs> We're glowing nicely. You know? Well, and I don't have the air conditioner on. I just realized. Oh, and thank so, you, Sean. Yeah. That. By the time this is over with, we're both going to be sweating. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be one. We're going to want to be stuffed or yeah, something. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> and we have a visitor with us. We have a visitor. We have a guest of honor. Table in a guest us. of honor. <laughs> a guest who's behaving very nicely. He is. Yes. yes. And uh, he's a little scary looking. And he, look at he's got his nails on the end of his. I little, noticed the little tiny nails. Uh, yeah. Yes. If you don't know what we're wand. talking about as you're listening, you definitely need to go over to wackypoemlife.com and look at the the photograph of our poetic inspiration today. Can I? May I suggest <laughs> that maybe we have suggestions for a name from our okay. our listeners? All right. Yeah. I think that'd be wonderful. And that, yeah. you know, help us out. Let us know. You can mm-hmm. go to our Facebook page, Wacky Poem Life on the Facebook page, or you can send us an email, wackypoemlife at gmail.com, or, you know, whatever you want to do in, in terms of getting in contact with us. Because we're actually in this episode going to have a contest for you. That where you yes yeah we're gonna have a contest. Are we gonna are we gonna not not say what our guest is or just have them looking because they're probably like what the heck is going on here? They're no, t- I said you got to go look at the picture. Okay, of it. Yeah, go look at no, the picture. We can we can explain who it is. Well, you know, but it's an honored guest, obviously, in a, in a hat and cape and mm-hmm. staff and mask. Okay, yeah, he is a rat. A rat. He's a very a nice rat. Regal white rat Behaving or she? Bef- I don't know. He or she. He or she. And, oh, is she stepping on his tail? Should his tail be out? Um, it looks like the tail is not. The tail, it's not. Is it bot- between the legs? It's, not, it's, it's between. To be it's between. between. Okay. There's no, if you bend it, you're going to break it. <laughs> you bend, you break. Don't touch the tail, people. Um, so, yeah. anyway, like I do, I was on eBay and I like just Googled taxidermy. <laughs> because who doesn't shop for stuffed rats on eBay? You know, <laughs> or stuffed animals. I wasn't necessarily <laughs> looking for a rat, but I did see a lot of really cute taxidermy 
uh, rats, but they were all from Poland. I don't know what the what deal is. is <laughs> Poland. I'm, I'm trying. <laughs> uh, every every stuffed rat is from Poland. You know, no on offense eBay, to the Polish people. On eBay, they know. were, but I was looking at you know. <laughs> you said that was such a straight face. I thought that I was going to fall out. <laughs> but you know, there were um, there were some raccoons and some possums, and there was. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of rodents. There was a possum who, it was just the taxidermied head, and the, they had put this possum in like a, a Hansel and Gretel, Gretel type skirt, and it was sad. It was very sad. <laughs> <Okay>. Anyway, <laughs> so there were different animals, but but then the, a lot of them were from Poland, and I just didn't want to risk buying, uh, you know, a stuffed, a taxidermied animal from Poland and having it sent. All the way right. to the U.S. to Locust Grove, Oklahoma. No, tell, no telling what shape it would get here in <laughs> traveling a transatlantic. So in the box. Um, this is a podcast about poetry. <laughs> <laughs> Believe it or not, we'll get, so, we'll get there. <laughs> so um, yeah, so I wrote a poem about the the uh, rat that I eventually ended up buying here, not very far from us. Right. Uh, this right. is a taxidermist who lives in Star City, Arkansas, and he had a little white rat for sale that was in a splendid costume. Splendid, splendid. Yeah, a plague doctor plague costume. Doctor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he has the black beak mask, a little black hat. It's kind of like a fedora, isn't it? Yes, it is a fedora. Mm-hmm. And that that's a plague mask, correct? Yes. With the long nose that you would put some sort of smell Nice, posy, posy, potpourri, <laughs> something, ha- handkerchief, scented. Yes. Yeah. To mask the smell of all the decaying bodies. Yes, pleasant <laughs> era, pleasant time. And yeah. he's got a black cape on and and whatnot. Well, anyway, so I I purchased him and he arrived very swiftly. I didn't think he would be here in time nice, for this podcast, nice but here he is. He, and it, it's inspirational. He's very mm-hmm. inspirational. As I said, if you're at our website, you'll see a picture of him and us. And us. Yes. You know, and, guest of um, honor. So I wrote a poem about him, and then I also instructed Bill mm-hmm. that we were going to talk about taxidermy and plague. plague and how it relates to. And doctor, mask, plagues, mm-hmm. and poetry. Plagues and poetry. And he said, okay. <laughs> <laughs> As I do. Mm, okay. But, Certainly. Um. So I'm going to have him read the poem I wrote about our little friend here, and we are going to talk about taxidermy. We're going to talk about something called literary taxidermy. Literary taxidermy. Uh, And uh, read another poem by a very uh, wonderful contemporary poet that has a taxidermy element to it. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I hope so. I I, hope you all find it interesting. Oh, I think it will. You know, last week's week's episode was somewhat deep. This is a little bit lighter. A little bit. It's a pro more, you know, kind of lifts (laughs) us out of the... Uh, you know the the, the old dreams we might have had last week. Yeah, it's about death and you know um, all that kind of stuff, but it's still light. Yeah. <laughs> this week. Yeah. Is this the name of your poem here, or is this just another miasma? Uh, that's the name of the poem. Okay. Yes. Did I say that right? Miasma. Well, it sounds fine, miasma. but miasma. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not like you miasma. might have some. Sounds like you might have a breathing problem, no. but it sounds fine. Well, yeah. you could have a breathing problem if miasma. you were in the midst of a miasma. That's a very poe word. You know, or you could be having it's a cloudy, you know, miasma. Just a, yeah, yeah, foggy, cloudy, deep, dark, Dracula, creepy, vampire, misty, death atmosphere, misty. 
By the way, my name is Sean. And my name is Bill. And we come to you every week <laughs> from the Rural Oklahoma Museum of Poetry. Lest we, lest we digress, we wanted to tell you that. <laughs> why, don't yeah. you, why don't you read our I'll poem? Read, I'll read my asthma. I bought a plague rat on eBay because I could. He is white, taxidermied, standing, tail curled toward his right paw, right hand holding a cane with a silver skull on top, black cape, Black doctor's mask, curved beak, black hat, a perfect little gentleman. Though it may be female, who knows? I didn't ask. The one-line description said it all. Plague doctor rat taxidermy. What more do you need to know? <laughs> <laughs> and I, I did look, and I saw no, I saw no evidence of male or female. But, but, then, but then again, I don't know how to sex a rat anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I've ever, I've never done that. I don't either. Somebody send us a message and tell us, right? Um, yeah. So uh, the, I did find it funny that on the on the uh, eBay listing, it, that was the only description. Those four words: plague doctor, rat taxidermy. Was there no photo? And a photo. Okay. Yeah, but there was no other explanation. That is brilliant. That <laughs> description and it, it lives up to every bit of that. I know. He, lived, he or she, whichever we choose to to, to do. You know, there's something about the four nouns in a row mm-hmm. that just got me. Right. You know, because I was just buying this rat because I was thinking we would eventually use it in the witch exhibit that we're doing here at mm-hmm. the museum this fall. Mm-hmm. Um, but just plague doctor rat taxidermy. Yeah. Yes. It's one of those that's like, <laughs> that's an episode of Doctor Who. You know, that's a, that's a, that's a PBS special. Yeah, you know, Ken Burns. Yeah. It's just, I just wonderful. I would like to. I haven't talked to um, the the seller, the taxidermist, directly, but I would like to ask him. You know, that description. Well, I would like did him you, to listen to this. Did you linger over that, or is that just? I would like it. him to listen to this episode and, you know, to comment. On, you know, well, perhaps I'll contact him. I looked say, please, him up. Please listen. I looked him up on eBay, I mean on uh, Facebook, and uh, he had had several posts there. And he was talking about his process that he uses. He's apparently very meticulous taxidermist mm-hmm. and does things right. And it takes it takes. I wonder time. if he's got like this interesting music in the background and <laughs> some tea brewing, you know, uh, while he does his work. And uh, I, this is what I envision. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But so I wanted to buy this little rat for our witch exhibit this fall because one of the things that we're, we're doing an exhibit on witches throughout history and popular culture and in poetry. And one of the things that which they got accused of everything. Oh, yeah. And one mm-hmm. of the things was the plague, you know, mm-hmm. that they were accused of, of uh, spreading the plague, too. So here we have our little rat doctor well, who's going to make you think about that yes. in that forthcoming exhibit. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, I will find a very appropriate place for him also. Absolutely. He, uh, you said he came with the display case. He does have a display case. Um, and I'm not sure if I'm going to use that in particular. We'll, we'll see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it's in, in limbo here, the uh, possibilities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remember I, like remember I got on to you recently because oh, you didn't no. get me a taxidermied animal that you saw. I know. Uh, there was a, a, a auction in Tulsa that had a muskrat, I believe, that was stuffed. And I would, you know, we were interested in several items, but I would venture to the muskrat to see if it was getting getting bids. And 
two dollars, two dollars, two dollars, and I think it sold for six. But he was bless his heart. Listeners, can you believe he Bill was, did not get me that taxidermy? I didn't know you had at. such an interest. Otherwise, I certainly would have bid. <laughs> but there was a stuffed cougar that got. I don't know, a thousand bucks or so. Oh, you know, yeah. Which I don't know, is that legal to sell a stuffed mountain lion? I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm sure. But um, um, he sold for six. But uh, I, I would, I venture to see what he would go for. So mm-hmm. in the future, was he ratty looking or something? He was ratty. He oh. he, he was not cared for. Maybe he he, he needed you something. to kind of comb his fur if he if we'd won <laughs> if we had won him. I'd be afraid to comb the fur. You know, it, it might come out right. It might all fall and out. And I'd have his a styrofoam shell or something. You know. <laughs> An eyeball would fall out of his head or something like this. Well, I did consult my lover, the online etymology dictionary, about the Mm -hmm. word taxidermy. Okay. You got any ideas about? I looked it up. Oh. I I can't say. I can't say, but I'll I'll, I'll add whatever you, if I have anything. It has nothing in common with the actual word taxi. Right, right. that's true. Taxi cab. That's true. They have totally different uh, roots. Yeah. And so it's from the Greek, taxis, meaning arrangement and arranging the order or disposition of an army, battle array, order, regularity. And so that's the first part of the word, taxis, meaning arrangement. And then the second part, dermi or derma, skin. Skin. Yeah. So the arrangement of skin. That's exactly what I have, meaning yeah. the arrangement of skin. Yes. So does that mean plastic surgeons are taxidermists? <laughs> <laughs> you know the results of some of their oh uh, tell me yeah, about surgeries. It. That's what it looks tell like. Tell me about I, you know some of them are twisted too much too often. Yeah, it's scary. Yeah, yes. they have some people with no expression left in their faces. None. They might as well be taxidermied. Yeah, and that chin, that chair on the chin is not from the chair yeah, on the chin. The hair on the chin is from another area of the body. It's <laughs> no, it's not, it's not facial hair. You twisted too tight. The word taxi, like in taxicab, that comes. From uh, the word originally was taximeter, an automatic meter to record the distance and the fare, and it's just from medieval Latin taxa, tax, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A tax or a charge. Yeah, yeah. It's a very unusual word. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know who the father of modern taxidermy is? No. Carl Akeley. He's oh, considered that the was father. right on the tip of my tongue. Right, you you knew it. <laughs> Consider the fa- like you would know that, like anyone would know that. <clears throat> the father of modern taxidermy from, he worked from 1896 to 1909. And did, it seems to me like the height, as you will rem- may remember from movies and was so forth. Was there a height of taxidermy? There was a height oh, in Victorian okay. England. Oh, Victor- okay. They stuffed everything. Everything was stuffed, you know, um, from from butterflies to birds to. To chairs. To, to chairs, to pillows, to, <laughs> uh, to, to bustles. Bodices, I don't know. Bras, what, what's under what's under that what's under that bustle? Something bustling. It seems like there's a lot of a lot of stuff. Creatures I'll be bustling, 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 <laughs> bustling. Isn't that a song? I don't know. Uh, bustling rose, start... bustling rose, I'm bustling rosy. Oh. But it, it was Victorian England that hit taxidermy was at an all time. Those peak. Victorians, they are some crazy people, Something. weren't they? So, you know, I bet your sister sisters would know this. They, they like Victorian. Roxanne's yes. especially a Victorian yes. connoisseur. Yeah. Uh, listeners here in the museum, if you've never been in, we are a physical location here in Locust Grove, Oklahoma. As you say, brick and mortar. Brick and mortar. And there is an exhibit still ongoing called 15 Tip, 15 Themes in Poetry, and one of them is death. And uh, because, you know, if you're going to pick the top two themes in poetry, it'd probably be love and death. 
And we have an exhibit there. We have a woman who is kind of skeletal and representing death. Mm -hmm. And uh, people have left items and little poems. And there's a photograph in there somebody left. I noticed the other day on death skirt. And Bill, our our friendly dude right here, my co-host, right next to me, the giver of things. (laughs) Uh, You know, he'll bring things up and he'll say, do you want this or your sister's? I'm like, I want it. I want it, of course. (laughs) So he brought brought this Victorian sort of Victorian Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. piece up and said, I'm supposed to give this to your sister. I'm like, no. (laughs) Describe it, Bill. It is... uh, a, what I thought was a mourning wreath. It's a large. It's a large spray of flowers that, that look like they're dried flowers. But each one is made up of human hair, mm-hmm. different colors of hair. There are all kinds of flowers and stems and um, accent flowers, and it looks like a large spray of dried. Yeah, but botanical dried items it's until you get closer. Yeah, and you realize it's beautiful and very scary. It's kind of scary. <laughs> it, it was it was on my wall for many years, and I thought. I need to move this along yes. because it's – and I thought, who would enjoy this? And I thought Roxanne would enjoy it, but you're enjoying it. Yeah. So I hope I haven't caused a sisterly rift or anything like this. Oh, she'll get over it. It's in the family <laughs> is the main thing. She, her walls are full. She doesn't have her any other place full. for that. Okay. It's very appropriate on the on the death wall. So, so. It's, it's sort of in the same vein as taxidermy in a way. It is. And, you know, here at the museum, because we are a place for where poetry – our mission is about poetry for everyone, for all people. Poetry on that is about all of the things that make us who we are. Mm-hmm. You know, all of the the and some of those things are, are very physical, and they're things we don't want to talk about, and um, they could be scary, uh, could be gross. You know, like boiled taxidermied animals, or you know, the well, art made out of the hair of dead people. But that's life that's life on this planet earth human and the, life and the victorians we're talking about death and taxidermy and victorian and their fascination weren't they the uh victorians the ones who often photographed people who were dead in in in, yes. in positions that looked like they were not yeah yeah and they weren't being serial killers like no but exactly <laughs> like israel they keys they the guy from alaska like this, but serial murder i find that i um i've seen some photos when i where i thought are they living or not and and that's somewhat horrifying to yeah, me. Yeah. And even though it probably wasn't to them, it was a way to preserve their memory, their image. Yeah, especially if they had no picture of yeah. the person. I mean, you mm-hmm. could go through your whole life and not have your picture taken. Yes. A hundred years true. or so that is true. ago. And then, yeah. you know, at the – or you didn't have the money to buy, you know, to pay for yes. uh, photographs. But when someone died, and all of a sudden, yeah. You wanted a, a visual reference. Wanted something, mm-hmm. yeah. Yes. Or uh, – <laughs> <laughs> you know how people have also like taken a piece of skin off of a person and uh, and kept that. I've heard of hair. I've not heard of skin. Yes, this is yes. also creeping me out a little bit. <laughs> Why skin? I don't get that. Well, maybe like if it had a, uh, a tattoo there oh. or you know something okay. like that. I you know I, I've heard of lockets with a, a, a bit of hair in it. Yes. But I've never heard of skin. This is alarming me again. You know. You know how I lo- <laughs> I love uh, quirky museums. Yeah. I I saw some. Oh, what was it? It was what Ameri- American Pickers. Those two oh, guys yes. that go around. Oh, I saw yeah. an episode mm-hmm. of that where they stopped at this little museum. And I don't remember the name of it, but they had all kinds of weird you know oddity type stuff. Yeah. And this woman takes out this little jar has all this little stuff in the bottom of it and and one of the guys says you know what is that and she said 
that is my husband and I, we run this museum. That's the sleep from our eyes. We oh. put it in this jar every morning. That is the most bizarre thing I have <laughs> ever heard. It's not just bizarre. That's, that's gross. disgusting. That's gross. <laughs> you know, that brings a whole new term to the lyrics for today, Dream Believer. <laughs> but you could write a poem about that, couldn't you? I guess. In the, in the morning, we, when our eyes wipe the sleep out of our eyes, put it in a jar. Oh. <laughs> no, I can't. I can't even. I, I got to go home now. Bye, guys. <laughs> okay. So, um, poetry and taxidermy. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I was searching around, and I found this website called Literary Taxidermy. I'd never heard of it. And this is something they do. They have contests. Um, they said, it says, and it's literarytaxidermy.com if you're interested. And they say, are you curious about literary taxidermy? Uh, interested in becoming a literary taxidermist yourself? Well, we invite you to participate in our upcoming literary taxidermy writing workshop. And I'm like, well... What is that? Literary taxidermy is an experimental story and poetry writing process. It involves taking the first and the last lines of a piece of writing and then using that same sequence of words at the beginning and ending of a new original work. Mm -hmm. So I guess it's called taxidermy because you're taking the outer. I'm looking at our rat here. Mm -hmm. We've got his or her outer shell Mm -hmm. and... We have filled him up with something else that's foreign to him. Right. And then produced another piece. Does that make sense? Yeah. And, and to look at it, it looks like it's as complete as, as it was when it was living. But there, yes. it, it's. Although we don't know what his face really looks like under that well, mask. No, I'm he's afraid disguised. to look. Right. That is. <laughs> now now I'm, I'm obsessed. I'd be like, hmm. Yes. But it's kind of a neat idea. It's a, like, it's a dissection of process in a way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you take, you know, something that's already existing in the world, and then you add all this stuff in the middle of it, and then you have a new finished product. Mm-hmm. And they've done this contest for, for several years. In 2018, they they gave you some lines from The Thin Man, the Dashiell Hammett story they used Through the Looking Glass, the mm-hmm. Lewis Carroll. They've used lines from Brave New World and Fahrenheit 451. Um, uh, lines from poems by Langston Hughes or A. Um, a. a. Milne, the Winnie the Pooh mm-hmm. guy. So mm-hmm. here's our competition okay. that I want okay. to I All want right. to issue Ooh. a challenge, challenge to you listeners challenge out everyone. there. All right. And the winner is going to get a beautiful green and white V-necked Wacky Poem Life T-shirt. Oh, those are nice. Yes, highly it, sought after. Yes, in right. the um, in the size of your choice. Nice. So what I would like you to do is to write a poem using the first and the last lines of a book that I have right here. So when I was reading about this, I turned around in my desk and I grabbed my copy that was right behind me of the best loved poems of the American people. Mm -hmm. I thought these would be good Mm -hmm. to use for uh, a new work. So your first line of your poem has to be this line. First time he kissed me, he but only kissed. First time he kissed me, he, he but, but only kissed. kissed. Write that down, everyone. Okay. <laughs> I'll put it on the page, okay. too. Okay, all right, all right. Yeah, and so that's a line. The very first poem in this book is Elizabeth Barrett Browning's poem okay. um, from Sonnet from the Portuguese. And then the last poem in here, in this particular edition that I have, which has kind of fallen apart, is 
All's right with the world. All's right with the world. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I love that. I yeah. pulled this out, and those were the lines. Mm, yeah. And that's the last line of a Robert Browning Robert poem, Browning. Elizabeth's yeah. Husband, The Years at the Spring. I love this little poem. Well, I just got to read it. The years at the spring and the days at the morn, mornings at seven, the hillsides dew pearled. The lark's on the wing, the snail's on the thorn, God's in his heaven, all's right with the world. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful, yes. All right, so that's yeah. your challenge, listeners. You will get a wonderful Wacky Poem Life t-shirt if you write a new poem with the first line being, first time he kissed me, he but only kissed, and then add all your own lines yep. and end it with, all's right with the world. And that's literary taxidermy that's right there. That's literary taxidermy. Y'all provide the filling. <laughs> we have the crust right here. Provide the, the and filling. Ending. Yep. And if you want to read more about it, just go to that website, literarytaxidermy.com, and they do competitions every year. So that, that's, that's pretty cool. That'll be interesting. This yeah. fell out of my best-loved poems of the American people. Yeah. It's a napkin. Um, this was a old book that I picked up. To Maxine, love and happiness <laughs> from someone. <laughs> yeah, I can't read the... The signature, because I've wondered, is that somebody famous? Turn it, turn it over. It's from the Copa Hilton Club from Tulsa. Yeah, mm. yeah. It's got to be someone that well known. Yeah. yeah, and I can't tell what whose signature that is. Well, we'll have to maybe Google screenshot that and see if uh, something else comes up that we can recognize. I know, but this was a yep. very fancy <clears throat> uh, club and hotel, the the Copa Hilton Club in Tulsa. Yeah, and I think they recently re refurbished it you know mm -hmm. all art deco and everything yeah anyway they're sad well cool <laughs> very you know yeah who knows who that is maybe maybe, maybe james stewart you know that's one of the things i love about picking up old books in uh, in flea markets if people have left little things in them there's a couple of little uh pages from parade magazine in here too but that's they're almost, not very interesting that napkin was interesting more interesting than than, than the book itself Oh, you yeah. Know. Yeah, because this is a book that has been, it's there's zillions of reprints of it. And this one is, it doesn't actually have the year that this one was reprinted. It looks like it's probably 60s or 70s, but it, the first edition of it was from 1936. Mm -hmm. So, and it's been reprinted many times. I've got several different editions of it. And uh, it's, a, it's a great little book. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Look it yeah. up. Well, you might have one in your house. A lot of people do. Best love poems of the American people. Best love people. poems, right? Mm -hmm. I always go to the poetry section of used bookstores or, or the thrift stores. Mm -hmm. There's, you know, and look at the poetry sections. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, a lot of times you can find uh, editions that people have signed mm -hmm. because people buy books of poetry and then they get rid of them yeah. pretty quickly. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Mistakenly. I have know. found my books of poetry in thrift stores. Yeah. I always look for uh, And if writing. I signed it, I know who gave it away. Uh-oh, you're in trouble now. <laughs> I found those. Uh-oh, in trouble now. I, I won't think bad of you, you know. But. I, I found a painting I did for someone at a thrift store. Oh, one really? I certainly did at the Goodwill on Southwest Boulevard many, many, many years ago. Uh, I don't yeah. think I would, could give away a piece of art. It was a portrait of Molly Ringwald that I did for, <laughs> for him because he wanted it. Well, I don't know. Him. I might have given away the, uh, Molly Ringwald. Well, you know, but he, 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 he wanted it, and I, and, and I painted it. <laughs> Spent a lot of time. It was a nice, very nice portrait. Oh, I, and, I assume so, but and, whatever. Uh, anyway. <laughs> I'm not dissing your art. You're a wonderful artist, Bill, but I don't need Molly Ringwald. I know. Well, I, I, <laughs> well apparently he did, but until he, till he didn't, you know. Bill, do you know what a taxidermist does for fun? 
Let me. See. I think he probably eats a lot of stuffing. That's pretty close. <laughs> what does he do for fun? Stuff. Stuff. Just fun stuff. 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 Yeah, just stuff. stuff. Stuff and stuff and yeah, fun stuff. I do I do fun stuff. Here HR in our and stuff. here in our little hamlet of uh, Locust Grove, Oklahoma, northeastern Oklahoma, green country, the prettiest part of the state. I did grow up here, and there was down the road from us a guy who was both a taxidermist and a keeper of a little zoo in his backyard, and his name was Ralph. Ward. I didn't really know him. I don't think he grew up in Locust. He came in later, him and his wife. And he um, he did taxidermy, and he had all kinds of examples in his shop there. And then out behind it and back kind of in the woods, he had quite a few acre, acres there. And there was like a prison-type fence around it at that time, so you knew there really were some wild animals in there. He had a he had a lion named Tony. Actually, he had two lions, and they were both named Tony. <laughs> Twenty one, twenty two, <laughs> and a cougar and a baboon. A baboon. I would see that baboon a lot um, whenever I drove by, and we and I could hear that lion sometimes at night too. Uh, just a, a few miles. Was this just from a, where we lived. Was this just a lot? He didn't have a acreage, right? Well, you know, it was kind of back in the hills there, and it kind of went down into a holler. Yeah. And so I'm not really sure how much property there was back in there. They were caged, and they weren't ones that he he got specifically to start a zoo and to be caged. Yeah. But they were ones they kind of rescue Mm -hmm. animals. You know, people who had bought wild animals and thought, "I'm going to train this animal, and we're going to do great things." You know, and then they're like, "Ah, I can't do this." Horrible idea. Yeah. And so he took them in. Yeah. That's why he had them. So. So he was he was trying to do right yes you know yes so yes but, but it can, was kind of a can unique... you imagine his his meat bill you know having to feed two lions and a cougar yes. and a I don't know what baboons eat I don't know yeah. but it was kind of a unique place it was right there on the corner uh, just a few miles west of town uh, it's an area called Sam's Corner I drive by it every day it's yes. a, you know yeah yeah I'm a, I'm uh, there was, at one time there was a bar there um, with the picture of Yosemite, the picture's still there. Isn't it, it is there. I didn't There's know that was a bar. Of, uh, yeah, it was that, a bar. Brick building, and it was called Yosemite Sam's. You I know, Disney gone. never showed up and, and got him in trouble. And yeah. and the painting of, of Yosemite is still hanging there on the wall. And then there was a taxidermy, and then across the street from that was a grocery store. Is it? It was a happening little. It place. was a happening little happening happening. Happen. It was happening. Yeah. Um, yeah. Little, yeah, and all those buildings are still and it's still there, known as Sam's empty. Corner. That's still a, still uh, that's Sam's still a, a directional reference. Oh yeah, for many people. Yeah, I mean, turn at Sam's Corner, go yeah, right, north exactly. at Sam's Corner, right, go right, south at Sam's Corner. Yeah, yeah. Uh, on a um, you know a somber note, back in the day, whenever the in 1977, when the the most horrific thing that ever happened in Locust Grove happened, when three Girl Scouts yes. were were oh. killed. They um, they tracked the the supposed killers to the little store there at Sam's Corner that they supposedly broke into the night before, and took some food and cigarettes and different things. I didn't know that was yeah. part of the. Oh yeah, it's and there's creepy. Yeah, and there's there's pictures that I remember from the Tulsa World of people who were in a search party who were parked there at mm-hmm. Sam's Corner. But anyway, wow. I digress. Oh, back in the day. <laughs> Mm. Yeah. 
Well, um, I would like to bring us back to poetry one more time, okay. Bill. All right. And to read a poem to you all that's by a wonderful contemporary poet named Kevin Young. If you have not read any of his uh, books or any of his poems, just, just Google him. He's, he's got a lot of them out there, and he's got a website, kevinyoung.com, I think it is. It's called I'm Trying to Break Your Heart. I am hoping to hang your head on my wall in shame. The slightest taxidermy thrills me. Fish forever leaping on the living room wall. Paperweights, paperweights made from skulls of small animals. I want to wear your smile on my sleeve and break your heart like a horse or its legs. Weeks of being bucked off, then all at once you're mine, put me down. I want to call you thine, to tattoo mercy along my knuckles. I assassin down the avenue. I hope to have you forgotten by noon, to know you by your knees, palsied by prayer. Loneliness is a science. Consider the taxidermist tender hands, trying to keep from losing skin, the bobcat grin of the living. Wow. Wow. Yes. Isn't that an awesome yes. poem? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> it's kind of got all that stuff we talk about, yeah. the creepiness and the attraction. It's got and, the dark velvet curtained room feeling. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm. I I, but I also like that image of fish forever leaping on the living room wall. Speaking of taxidermied fish, the one <laughs> There are item, a lot of those I saw on eBay. Lot. I didn't want any fish. Right. But Sorry, the, only fish. Thing, the only taxidermy object I own is a rainbow trout that my mm -hmm. brother caught. It was probably the largest trout out of Whiskey Lake in New Mexico. And he gave it to me many years ago, and now it's at the cabin, and he named him Walter. And I, and I remember we had this debate. You know, Walter was the big fish on, uh, um, on Golden Pond that could never be caught. This was a huge trout. I said, but Ron, when you caught this trout, didn't it release a bunch of eggs, you know, uh, brightly colored eggs he said yeah i said this is not walter i said this is this is wanda so now now i have a fish called wanda on my That's cabin good. on my cabin wall it i can't love be, that movie it can't right it can't be walter though in, in her last it was poignant in her last you know ditch effort to to you know she released eggs right as animals sometimes do to try yes. to survive oh yeah so i pay homage to wanda yeah occasionally she's yeah. a beautiful fish but she's on my wall I'm, you know, I might call this guy that I got the rat from and ask him if it's male or female. I don't know if it really matters, but I would he remember? I kind of want to know. <laughs> yeah, he, I don't know. He may. Uh, well, I don't know. Uh, he's. I'm sure he's been asked stranger questions. <laughs> you know, I'm sure he has. No doubt. No <laughs> doubt. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think we're taxidermied out. We're taxidermied out. <laughs> can Can I mention something real quick? Certainly. Um, we We have a listener who is uh, who is a friend of ours who is ha had you know is is recovering from some situations. Verla. Oh. Who, okay. She's a good friend of ours, and mm -hmm. she's uh, sweet, one of our top fans. Ver Hi, Verla. Ver Verla. And uh, she's, you know, recovering, going to be fine, do, doing well. She visited her sisters recently, and they promoted our podcast. And I wanted to give a shout-out to her sisters. I believe she was in Texas. Yeah, but, she uh, was wearing a romp cuff, a, a romp bracelet. cuff, and I promised yeah. a shout-out. So I thought, wonderful, wonderful. Yeah. Um, but I, I wish her uh, well, to speedy, speedy recovery, and we're thinking of you and wanting the best. And I thought, I want to— let you know yes. how much we appreciate our listeners, we and she's one of Verla. our best. Yeah, we love you. She's one of our best. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
So, and we appreciate you all. Please, Everyone. please share the word, and hope you enjoyed uh, a little bit of our taxidermy. A little poetry. bit of our stuffed conversation. H R puffin stuff. You can't, can't get, get a little because you can't, can't get, get enough. enough. Mm.